Hi, Trev. G'day, mate. Before we get started, mm. we're going to issue our normal warning about the You're explicit be naughty, language. Yeah, not me. You sure? You're going to hear some, though, on the oh. show. I just thought we'd put that out there before we get started. Thanks, Steve. I'm going to make them an offer again. I feel the need. The need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennec. Go ahead. Make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Hello and welcome to the Best Movies You've Never Seen podcast. This is a podcast where I show my mate Trevor Long some movies. I drag him out of the bubble he's been yep. living in his whole life, mm-hmm. show him some movies that I've seen Boops. several, several <laughs> times. <laughs> so, yeah, the, <laughs> yeah not the that bubble sort of boy. bubble. Not that sort of bubble. <laughs> my name is Stephen Fennick, by the way, and I'll be your host for today. We're talking about The Wedding Singer. Mm. This was released in 1998. Starring Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, who, as according to our millionaire question last week, have been in three movies together, including this one. Right. It's set in the 1980s. That's another reason why I love this movie. It's uh, very nostalgic for me. All the soundtrack is Corny brilliant. nostalgia too. Brilliant, it is. Uh, and uh, another reason why I think I enjoy re-watching it so many times. But you, of course, had never seen this, probably never heard of this until I mentioned it last week. I feel like I had heard of it. Righto. I had heard of it because I, I, I do like Adam Sandler. Okay. Um, I, I've seen Happy Gilmore and I've seen Billy Madison. Is that okay. the other one? Yeah, they're the early um, movies in his career. Yeah. Very good. And my wife's a big fan of Billy Madison back oh, in the day. Really? I, I liked Happy Gilmore. So you bonded over Billy but Madison? Would, is no, that not at all. But um, <laughs> So I, I like, I'm a fan of his comedy. I think I might have heard of this, but no, I haven't okay. watched it. Okay. Well, the would you believe they made a musical adaptation of the movie? What? It was a musical. <laughs> it was even it was really opened at the Al Hirschfeld Theatre in two thousand and six. Had two hundred and eighty five performances. Wow. Was even nominated for a Tony Award in two thousand and six, and also had a run in Australia recently. Really? Well, I'm talking the last last year or so. Wow. The Wedding Singer has been a stage show. 
So uh, that's the background, but this is your last exit before the freeway. We are going to deep dive into The Wedding Singer. And if you haven't seen it, you can watch it through Fetch. You can, and you can just simply ask your Fetch box for The Wedding Singer, and it will show up that you can rent or buy The Wedding Singer right there on your Fetch box. And as I've said to you before, you can add it then to your own personal library. So when you buy an item on Fetch, it lives in your stuff. So your stuff can be things from your catch-up movies to your recordings, catch-up TV to your recordings, and also your movies, so that all the movies you buy on Fetch are available there in one place. It's perfect for the family, especially like your kids, who rewatch more movies than Stephen Fennick. Um, you know, Cars, um, uh, the, the Frozen series, my, my daughter watches High School Musical and now the Harry Potters. They get reruns in our house like nothing else and that's all thanks to the My Stuff, My Movies section of Fetch. Rent or buy thousands of movies simply connecting one box to the internet and to TV. Fetch available at major ISPs, internet providers and at major retailers like Bing, Harvey Norman, Bing Lee and JB Hi-Fi. Alrighty, so you've seen the movie now. Yep. And it's not that long, too. It's a shorty, about 90, 90 minutes. Yeah, it felt like that. That's, yeah. that's right in your, that's in yes, your ballpark. Yes, that's my wheelhouse. That's a, good, that's a good time limit for you. Yep. So what, what are you, what's changed on your impressions there, mate? Um, so this, this is, I think this is both a classic Adam Sandler um, and also just one of those classic corny comedies. Um, the, the point, the fact that it's partly predictable but still has, yeah. you know, um, roller coaster moments yep. is fun. Uh, I, I love the, the wardrobe. I love the singing. <laughs> I love Adam Sandler's hair the most. And while it's not the greatest movie of all time, yeah. it's a great movie. Do you it's, know what I mean? It's like fun. It's, it's a fun it's movie. It's just fun. Yeah. And it's, it's, a little bit, it's a little bit heartstring stuff because, you yeah. know, it's, there's, some, there's some raw, um, you know, relationship stuff in it. But yep. broadly, mate, just a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And how are you tweeting this one, mate? Uh, I tweet this one and say, obviously, most people have seen all of Adam Sandler's movies, but The Wedding Singer is a lot of fun. A great story, which doesn't end exactly how you think it will. Yeah, that's good. Now, I didn't see this at the movies. What? Just joking. Hold- I, did <laughs> yeah, I did see it, it at the movies. Yeah, I'm joking. Of course I did, mate. Come oh, on. That's, Come on. Mate, I just I skipped my heart, <laughs> skipped a beat. No, I did see it at the movies. Right. It was, okay. uh, and I've countlessly watched, rewatched it. And I, and, and I touched on the soundtrack it's it's like you know when you put a favorite record on, you, you want to hear like you'd be putting yeah. Whispering Jack on and you'd be oh, you'd be loving it. But Age of Reason going a lot lately. Yeah. yeah, but this is like that to me. Like I not only want to watch the movie because it's funny and I enjoy it, but I want to hear the music as well. Yeah, right. It's like putting on an old record. Is the soundtrack Adam Sandler sung or this? Well, the move, the some of the songs he does, like you know the one Somebody Kill Me and all those yeah. movies, that they're him singing it, yeah. as well as the one I Want to Grow Old with You is him as well. You know, Adam Sandler it. has some great comedy. Yes, comedy I know. Albums. Yes. You well, have that, to listen to seven, I have. seven Foot Man, maybe okay. one of my favourites, <laughs> and the the Hanukkah song is probably the okay. other. So well worth looking those but, ones. But up. like the the soundtrack has like some great like the Smiths and Psychedelic Furs, right, and okay. it's some great. Just took me back to my youth. Like I, I grew up in the eighties as yep. well. This was right back. Took me just so nostalgic. That's for me. why this is so big for you it because is. you would I have been. It. Hang on a minute. You would have been yeah, I at, was at the, almost the the uh, that late teens age I when was, this is yeah. kind of set. It was set in 1985, yeah. and I was how old was I? I was I was 17 in 1985. Yeah, yeah so 
Yeah. Oh, it was uh, in, in my <laughs> yeah. wheelhouse. There's a lot of that. I was going to go to a party and carve up. There's Stephen Fennick. There he is. Woo! Oh, can we get some photos of your hair but back I then? Never, mate, I had the mullet too, mate. I had a cracking mullet back then too, but I didn't have the uh, Michael Jackson jacket or the glove. <laughs> or the glove. No, I, 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 I hung back to the glove. <laughs> All right, let's get into the casting call. Adam Sandler, of course, plays yep. Robbie Hart, and he was in, you mentioned, Happy Gilmore. Have you seen Anger Management with him and Jack Nicholson? No. That is a great we'll, – we'll do that. Okay. That's a really good movie. But he's also recently – what I love about Adam Sandler, like you, you typically think he's, a, he's in comedies, right? But he's made a couple of movies recently that have, that have been terrific dramas. What like, was the one where it was uh, – oh, the, well, the basketball The basketball, one. that's Hustle. That was yeah. just recently. And there was another one where was, there was like a jewellery store. Yeah, Uncut Gems. And, and he plays this guy who's sort of trying to deal in this and that and trying to do – Struggling a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he, he really shows his dramatic chops. You know, he, he's not just a com- comedic actor – he can also carry it in the dramatic roles. Yeah. Uh, the other major actor, too, is Drew Barrymore. And she mm-hmm. plays Julia Sullivan. Now, you would have seen, I don't know whether you have, you've seen E.T.? E.T.? Now, you haven't seen E.T. Well, that was her <laughs> first movie. She was like a kid in it. And uh, she was also in Charlie's Angels. She was in the re- initial Scream movie. She was in another Adam Sandler movie called Fifty First Dates. Where okay. she's got like uh, short-term memory and she doesn't remember what she did the day before, and and Adam Sandler, it, that's why it's called Fifty First Dates because every day he's got to help. She got to hopefully fall in love with yeah, him every right, single okay. day. Yeah. yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a nice movie too. Uh, and also too, the other thing to mention here is there's a really cool cameo by Billy Idol. It's more than a cameo. Yeah. It's like a solid. He's got a speaking part. Yeah. But he's also, too, like at the start, you see there's a scene where on the TV they're playing White Wedding, uh, which is his yeah. song. And then it's a nice little, uh, That's little a nice reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rightio, before we get to the run through, we're about to deep dive into the movie. Let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Now, if you're in the market for a great TV, let me make a suggestion. Their ULED 4K mini LED TVs. They're slightly more expensive because they have far better quality. And with the mini LEDs, you're getting much better contrast. The mini LEDs allow you to the TV to create brighter and darker images on the screen to improve that contrast, to improve that high dynamic range, and just makes the movie or the sport or whatever you're watching even more enjoyable. It has Dolby Vision on board as well. Dolby Vision is a form of high dynamic range that makes 4K movies look even better. But it's not all about picture quality. It's also about sound. Now, this, this TV has a 70-watt sound system. So you can, you can enjoy Dolby Atmos for a really immersive audio experience. You're going to be hearing sounds coming from around you, behind you, and even above you. And even if you're a sports fan, this TV has an auto sports mode. And it has 200 smooth motion. So it's 200 hertz refresh rate. So if you're a fan of sports or action movies, any fast-moving images are going to look smooth as silk on the screen. So if you're a sports fan or action movie fan, that is the TV for you. And if you're a gamer, gamers will love this this TV as well. There's Game Mode Pro, which allows you to enjoy variable refresh rates, automatic low latency mode. It can handle HDMI 2.1, which means you can play your games, 4K games, at 120 hertz. And if you've got a next generation console, an Xbox or a, or a PlayStation, that is what you need to enjoy the game even more. If you want to check it out, I'd suggest get down to a store, stand in front of a Hisense TV, check it out for yourself. Don't take our word for it. And the good news too, three-year warranty whenever you buy a Hisense TV, one of the longest warranties you can get when buying a TV. So worth checking out. If you want to check out their website, Hisense.com.au. 
Alrighty, are you ready to walk down the aisle, Trevor? Oh yes, sing me, sing me in. Well, the very first, uh, the first thing we see, and it's a, I love the credit sequence here where we're at a wedding. Yep. It says, you know, 1985, Richfield, yep. and there's uh, there's Robbie Hart is hosting this wedding. There's a there's a song he's singing a song, and it's, it's, it, you can tell it's the 80s. Uh, Robbie's singing with his band. I think the song they're singing is "Spin Me Right Round." Yeah, you, know, you right spin round, me yeah. Man, right round. And there's, I love the little, the little comedic flashes of the woman getting caught eating the cake. The the kid, the kid, one of the blokes giving the kid a, some alcohol to drink <laughs> at the wedding. Um, and and then when it comes to uh, after the song, of course, it's time for the speeches, and we hear. The groom's brother, David, comes up to make a pretty funny toast. Because Harold, you know, he's always been the dependable one. And I've always been the screwed up one. Right, Dad? <laughs> Why can't you be more like your brother? Uh, Harold would never beat up his landlord. <laughs> he's drunk as shit. <laughs> but, uh... Newsflash, Pop. <laughs> Harold ain't so perfect. Remember that time in Puerto Rico when we picked up those two, uh... Well, I guess they were prostitutes, but I don't remember paying. <laughs> okay, how about that? How about that? Yeah. Off yeah. his I'm dial. Person. I'm a person, too, Pop, goddammit. I'm a person, too. You're a moron. Okay. The best man, everybody. Best man. The better man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey, we've all done crazy things in our lives, so... <laughs> He's playing the guitar now, isn't that great? Hey. <laughs> He's doing good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. It's because I'm the best guitar player in the world. Yeah, <laughs> self-taught, no lessons. Thank you very much, Pop. That was Steve Buscemi. Uh, was Did you recognise him? Yeah, yeah, And uh, <laughs> It was funny because, uh, you know, this was one wedding. Yeah. Um, you know, this guy's a wedding singer. So what, what I'm thinking at this point is... We're not going to see this whole family again. This is one wedding in his yeah, life, right? Yeah, that's right. So this is a big role for an actor. Like, it's a small yeah. role for an actor like Steve Buscemi yeah. to be doing. It was sort of a bit of a cameo. Do you know it? what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. when I looked at him and went, oh, this is like, he's where's he going to ever appear again in this movie yeah. was, was we, my we, thought, right? Which we find out a little bit yeah. later. But what I love about this part is when, despite, remember, he sort of, despite what he said during the toast, Robbie smooths it over. He goes, yeah. oh, you know what? We do crazy things, but you know what? If we find love and all this, and then I love how he's in the corner, the guy that did the toast, he goes, oh, he's sort of half crying. He goes, he's a good wedding singer. Good wedding singer, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is where, you know, you first um, see the waitress and there's a bit yes. of eye catching and, you know, sees him smooth this thing over. There's this there's yep. this respect at yeah. this point. Absolutely. And his, his friend, uh, his limo driver mate, Sammy, says, look, he's got his eye on the new waitress and you see her, remember the old bloke grabs her on the bum and, He's in the kitchen. She's in the kitchen with yeah. her, with her fellow, the fellow waitress, and she's like the wait. She's the, 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 the chef's like a bit of a, a, bit of a prick shit. to her. Yeah, and he goes, "Why is he so nice to you?" He goes, "Look, last last Christmas I let him look at my boobs." <laughs> and then the, the chef's going, "Okay, he well, goes, no, you've got one chance." And she's <laughs> like, "No." He says, "No, thank you." Yeah, but I think she mentioned this is the first time we mentioned about her. She mentions in passing, "Oh, Glenn is never going to set a date." Uh, I've moved here to be closer to him, and so she. We know that she's in a relationship. Yep. She's keen to get married. Um, next thing we see out at the dumpster. Remember, Robbie brings out the kid. Remember the bloke who gave Young him the kid alcohol. He's been given alcohol, and he gets now the, he's, uh, spewing. He's up and undering in the in the dumpster, yep. and he meets Julia, and he says, "I oh, see her engaging." 
And he says, uh, oh, so you're getting married? He goes, yeah, I'm, well, maybe, like she says, oh, who knows, maybe one day. And, and he says, oh, I'm getting married next week. Yeah. And uh, so we find out that he's, he's, she's got an engagement ring. He's about to be married. He says, oh, oh maybe I can sing at your wedding one day. Yeah. You know? And what I love inside too, George, the bloke who, who's yeah, the, been singing. the boy George impersonator. Yeah, so he's, they're turning on him because he's only got, he only knows one song. Yeah, and, and, it's, he, he and it's not it. exactly a wedding song. <laughs> I think it's Do You Really Want to Hurt Me? Is that yeah. the one? Um, next thing we see is Robbie at the old lady at Rosie's house. Lovely, yes. And he's giving her singing lessons because yeah. she says, look, I want to sing at my 50th anniversary party. She so wants it to be perfect. Yes. Yes, if I, you know, <coughs> I want him to know that I still love him after all these years. And we find out that his parents are no longer with us yeah. and that she says, look, your parents will be looking <coughs> down on you. They'll be very proud of you. And uh, he he's sort of mentions the fact that, I'd, he'd love to have a relationship with with her, with with as good as her, as in like the longevity of the relationship. Yeah. Oh, 50 years from now, Linda and I are as happy as you two guys. Oh, you will be. It runs in your family. You're a born romantic, just like your father was. Yeah. I know they'll be looking down on you tomorrow. I hope so. Are you nervous? I'm actually not that nervous. You know, I'm around weddings all the time. It's going to be fun. Uh, not about the wedding, uh, about the wedding night. Will this be your first time with intercourse? <laughs> and do you love it after That's this That's such an bit? Adam Sandler written line, to be honest. <laughs> Do you love it after this where she says, before I met my husband, I was with eight men. He goes, that's like 200 today. <laughs> and he's thinking, please he's like, don't. That's more information Please stop talking. Yeah, 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 please yeah. stop talking. And then she pays she him in the meatball. She goes and gives you a meatball, meatball in his hands. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so I want you to take a bite. Anyway, next thing we see, it's Rob and Linda's wedding. Robbie and Linda. It's yep. August the 5th, <clears throat> 1985. That, right. that date is important, okay? Is I'll it? tell you why. Okay. Now, Julia, uh, she's there. She's saying, look, I can't make Len set a date. Robbie's up at the altar. Um, Linda's clear late. They're waiting. thinking, okay, yeah. where is she? What's going on? Uh, I think someone comes up. Is that his sister or someone yeah, comes up? Looks, because look, um, it, it looks like it's it's someone related yeah, to I think it's his sister. And, and she comes up and says, uh, I've just got a note. And uh, he goes, oh, she goes, look, Linda's not coming today. He goes, oh, so that's a bad note. It's a bad note. Then he ducks off into a little side yeah, room and, and then just, just starts, talks to himself, yeah, but then loses yeah, it, throws lo- the mirror, and everyone realizes it's all over. Everyone like. thinks, uh-oh. <clears throat> so, yeah, she stood him up at the altar. Uh, next day, they're at his brother-in-law's house. And I, I like this bit where his nephews comes up and they they wrote, they wrote her, they got her photo and defaced it. Because Robbie's <laughs> trying to say, listen, don't speak about her like that. Yeah. Don't say bad things. But then this little tiny kid comes up <laughs> with a, just just like you would with a, news, had a Freddy newspaper mask when, when, you, when you're bored, you, you, you doodle on the faces. Yeah. yeah, he's put a whole, you know, uh, <laughs> a devil's face on, on, the, on, the, uh, on, the, on the wife. Or so the wife he's, uh, but then he says, uh, I think the his mate Sammy says, like, you know, she really does a bit. She goes, no, don't be talking like that about her because when we get back together, you get, it's going to be weird between us yeah, if you're yeah. talking like that. And so he's Rob, still he's still thinking, holding out hope. And, and his limo mate notices there's only a groom on top of the cake. You find out Robbie's sitting out the front with the brides in his hand, as yeah. in the bride from the cake. And then Linda comes up. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some great stuff here because, you know, she confesses that, you know, she fell in love with the Robbie from six years ago and stuff. But yeah. <laughs> the best line he's got, which I think is in this grab, <laughs> is this is all information <laughs> that I could have done with yesterday. yesterday. I'm not in love with Robbie now. I'm in love with Robbie six years ago. Robbie, the lead singer of Final Warning. And I used to come and watch you from the front row in your spandex pants, your silk shirt unbuttoned. 
Look at the microphone that David Lee Roth. I still got the spandex. I'll put them on right now. The point is, I woke up this morning and I realized I'm about to marry a wedding singer. <laughs> I am never going to leave Ridgefield. Why do you need to leave Ridgefield? We grew up here. All our friends are here. It's the perfect place to raise a family. Oh, yeah. Living in your sister's basement with five kids while you're off every weekend doing wedding gigs at a whopping 60 bucks a pop? Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! <laughs> <laughs> I love that about Adam Sandler, yeah. his ability to just go, yesterday! It's <laughs> just, just such a great voice. Turn it on. He does that a few yeah. times in this yeah. movie. Uh, next thing we see is Julia at her house. Glenn's turned up, giving her flowers and two tickets to Vegas. Yeah, baby. Just saying, listen, best let's place set to get married, people. So she's thinking at this point, she's thinking, oh, great, okay, we're going to get married. But then I think she reluctantly agrees and says, look, I know I didn't want a big wedding. And she says, okay, Vegas is better than nothing. But he says to her at the end, okay, let's get married here. Let's do it. And she's stoked. So she's thinking, right. But. He uh, she, they, they, he doesn't want anything to do with it. We find out, but yeah. she's going to make all the plans. She's going to make all the yep. arrangements. You're yeah. learning very quickly here. This bloke's an asshole. Well, yeah, and he's 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 got a bit of money, and he's yeah. We find out what sort of bloke he is a bit later. We see Sammy, the limo driver, goes visits Robbie down in his apartment, and he's uh, he's obviously shattered after being stood still up for bed, his wedding. Yeah. He's still down there, and he says to him, he "Goes look." You still got to get back to work, so he's got to go back and work as a wedding singer, singing happy songs singing in front songs. of bride and groom when he's just been jilted. So the next thing we see is that he's at the he's singing at the wedding. He's unshaven. He looks terrible, and I love this how he's sort of cry singing. Cry he's singing. cry singing holiday. George is trying to get into it. I like how the backup singers are still trying to add something. Still, still trying to do their normal gig. Oh, no. But then it was time, of course, for the speeches, and he he has another little rant as well. Cindy showed up, so right away, Scott, you got to be pretty psyched, right? <laughs> hey, buddy, I'm not paying you to hear your thoughts on life. I'm paying you to sing. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say. Uh, he's uh, he's That's losing that it. Voice. He's losing it. it. Yeah, <clears throat> but here's a, this is one of the funniest lines. This is one of the funniest yes. bits when he's talking about how some of us. Some of which, us just can't find which, true love. Which also goes to how a wedding singer... I like this bit because it shows how a wedding singer can capture a room, can, yeah. can see everything in a room and pick the personalities in a room. You know, it's funny. Some of us will never, ever find true love. Like take, for instance, me. And I'm pretty sure that guy right there. <laughs> and that lady with the sidebars. <laughs> And basically everybody at table nine. <laughs> but the worst thing is that me, fatty, sideburns lady, and the mutants over at table nine <laughs> will never ever find a way to better the situation. Because 
Apparently, we have absolutely nothing to offer the opposite sex. You are the worst wedding singer in the world, buddy. Sir, one more outburst. I will strangle you with my microphone wire. You understand me? <laughs> so he says, okay, it's time to cut the cake. He goes, this person's having a heart attack before we cut the cake. He's desperate for the cake. <laughs> and then he decides, he goes, here's a little, let, let's say, uh, a little bit of mood music. Cindy and Scott are newlyweds. Oh, do. <laughs> She loves this guy right here, and he loves somebody else. You just can't win. And so it goes until the day you die. This thing they call love is going to make you cry. I hate you. I've had the blues, the reds, and the pinks. One thing's for sure. Love stinks. Love stinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah. Love stinks. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah. Love stinks. Love That's table nine. Stinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then he gets punched out by the dad. By the dad coming. One of the guys at table nine, by the way, uh, tall guy, bald glasses. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen, seen him, him in other shows. Big yeah. Bang Theory is the yes. guy with the rocks. He was, yeah. He, <laughs> uh, there's a f- couple of familiar faces in there. <clears throat> so uh, <laughs> I love this bit where they, ca- um, I think Julia comes out to the dumpster and, and Robbie's inside there. the dumpster. Not not struggling. Yeah. It's like it's not like he's been thrown in there. Yeah. It's like he's, he's just, just he's just so put himself down. there and gone. You know what? I'm out. Yeah. I love the line where he goes, uh, "Has everyone left yet?" And that Julia says, "I oh, know the police are still interviewing some witnesses, taking statements." <laughs> So uh, yeah, he goes. Oh, I hate weddings. They want they want them. Uh, I want them to be miserable like me. I can't do this anymore. And then then she chimes in and goes. Oh, by the way, Glenn and I set a date. <laughs> <laughs> nice little kick in the balls there. Uh, at his sister's house, um, Robbie's babysitting, and I think his brother. Oh, this is his brother-in-law. Uh, I think th- this is a really uncomfortable story. He goes. He goes. You know what? You'll get over it, mate. You and your sister, you and me and your sister, we before we were pretty wild. And he goes, look, stop talking, please. I don't want to hear about what you The brother-in-law. <laughs> well, like, he was he, in Goodfellas. Like, yeah, gangster movies. Frank he's Karachi. Got that, yeah, yeah. He's got that yeah. pure Italian look to him. Yes, he has. Yeah, he yeah. was in Goodfellas. He was he was the bloke who they caught him in the uh, he was in, in the freezer, in the meat locker. Oh, remember, yes, remember he was right. spending money after yep. the heist? Yeah. Yes. Uh, totally different role for here, though. But next thing we see, remember how Julie invited uh, Robbie and Sammy to her engagement, engagement party? party yeah. And we turn up. It's at Glenn's house, so a nice big house. Which is lavish. This, yeah. is where you, this is where you first get a glimpse of his money. Yes. He's, so he's not some... He's travelling. He's doing we've, very well. we've seen Robbie's house. We, we know... Yeah, he lives in his this, sister's basement. This yeah. is contrast. Correct. Right? Yeah. yeah, correct. And I love the fact that... Uh, the he meets Glenn and he goes, oh yeah, this is the girl who beat me into submission. You know, we're getting married, and uh, he's dressed up like Don Johnson in Miami Vice. Uh, Robbie and Sammy uh, arrive, and uh, they say g'day to Julia. They meet Glenn, and they find out that Glenn's a busy Wall Street guy. They know that he's, he's he works in the city, he makes money, he's doing very well. Um, and then they, her and Robbie, this is the part where sort of he he starts endearing himself to her, where. He gives her advice on, oh, don't get the flowers here, do this, because he's got a lot of experience around weddings. He wants to try to help her. Yeah, right. Uh, and then ne- the next reception is not a wedding. It's a bar mitzvah. Do you like this bit? Now, this is the scene, I reckon, where 
Julia and Robbie, where she sees the really nice side of That's him. That's right. Because this young kid is sort of depressed that no girls want to dance with him, and but she remember, sets it up. But remember, she saw him earlier with the kid who was spewing at the first wedding, yeah. so it kind of she starts, she starts to guy. notice yeah. the, the humility in Robbie. Absolutely right. And I love the how he sets up Julie. He goes, look, pick one kid, and he picks the kid yeah. who couldn't get the dance. And she picks she the fat re- kid. He does he, the reach around on he, her. He grabs her on the dirty girl. It's, <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. quite nice. I think Julia sees him as a nice guy. Yeah. yeah. So that's lovely. The next scene, they're at the, she helps him at the, she, Robbie and Julia, uh, at the wedding planner. And the wedding planner initially thinks that it's them getting married. Yeah, is it the photographer or the wedding planner? That's the wedding yeah. planner. She goes, right. oh, no, we're actually brother and sister. Remember? And he goes, oh, we, she used to hate it when I do this. And, and then she pitches her on the arm and. You can tell there's sort of there's some rapport. There's a bit of chemistry there. there yeah, building, something's yes. building. <laughs> this is, I mean, it's clear from this. This is what I mean about it's. It's clear from the very start. Yeah, the way they're these characters to each are set other, up course, yeah. is that there's we're, we're, that there, that there's going to be uh, something between these two. Yeah, of course. And that's what the, like the good thing about this type of movie is that's fine. Yeah, it's a matter of the journey. How to are they going to get there? Correct. That's yeah. the role Correct. of this movie is to get us there on a journey as opposed to just yeah. getting us there. Absolutely right. I love this next scene where they're trying out wedding singers. Yeah. And uh, Jimmy <laughs> Jimmy says, oh, thank you for quitting. The business has tripled. And, and she just um, said, you've just inspired me to hire a DJ. What's his name? Um, Lovitz. John um, Lovitz. John Lovitz. Yeah. So funny. And, and I think he says, it's ladies night. And he's, <laughs> he's real real sleazy sort of song. Yeah. And then uh, she explain, he explains to her that I was um, – I got into it to make some money. He says, "Look, till my I was got into wedding singing to make some money until his music career took off." Yeah, and uh, and she asked, "Look, have you written anything lately?" And she said, "He said, look, I got a song. I wrote half of it when I was with Linda, and the other half after we broke up." So he says, <laughs> "It's it's a little bit it's a little bit uneven." What does he say? He said, "He says I've been inspired a bit by." Yeah. Um, uh, I was a, listening uh, to the Cure. A the lot. Cure. The yes. Cure. Yeah. Yes. With what you've done to me, <laughs> I lay in bed all day long, feeling melancholy. You left me here all alone, tears running constantly. Oh, somebody kill me, please! Somebody kill me, please! <laughs> So good because it's not just you know I want to die somebody kill me. It's like I want to die. Put a bullet in my. It's the whole thing. It's it's. I liked at the end of that. She goes, I love it. (laughs) She she actually liked it. Anyway, this is another scene where they were having an ice cream together and. He explains, look, you know, what? how did you meet Linda? What happened with Linda? And he tells a story about, well, this is sort of what Linda was like. They went to the Grand Canyon. She'd been, She'd plenty been of before, times. and she wouldn't give him the window seat. Which just explains sort what of kind selfish, of person selfish, yeah. Which also then is the first point of kind of self-doubt, I think. This is yeah. this is the road to him coming out of the grief. Yes. Because he's starting to think about the things that he didn't love about her. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think at Obviously this point. Obviously, it sets up some other things later. But well, she's also noticing things from what he's saying about Glenn as that's well. That's right. She's sort of thinking, really? Yeah, I sort of, yeah. They're sort of on the same path here. 
Uh, I love this next montage. You know, they're, they're, I think this was to the Hall and Oates song, uh, which is cool. And they were sort of with the wedding planning, trying on the wedding dresses. The best one like the trying on the wedding. Yeah, you hit three cones. He's make, it's, like a, it's like a rally cross where he's got to do it in a certain <laughs> amount of time. And, and she, they're standing there while he's doing this rally cross. And she's going, there's no other limo driver in town. He goes, yeah, yeah but I'm having yeah. some fun with yeah. him. <laughs> you know. I love that. And then, and then I think when he's driving him home, he says, oh, today was fun. And then um, he, she notices that he, she left her jacket in the yes. car. Yes, the limo oh. driver goes, "I left the jacket in the car," and he goes, he goes oh, "Oh yeah, back I'll at this it. place at this time." And he goes, "Wait yeah, a minute, on, yeah. you, you know, like you're her. in love with her?" Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "No, I'm not." Anyway, next scene is the Julia talking about the wedding kiss. Well, she's mm. going to marry Glenn, and the, this is a funny discussion about. Um, how they should kiss. So Robbie brings back the jacket that she forgot. And walks in on this yes. conversation about whether it should be a yes. passionate, open-mouth kiss or whether it should just be a little peck. And there's a plan here to decide exactly how it should be. I say that it's okay for it to be an open-mouth kiss. And I say that it's the type of occasion where people dress up so it's not appropriate. I see. But what do you want to do? I mean, thin, tight mouth and it's over? No, thin Partially opened, no tongues over. No tongue, please. God, there's got to be a little tongue. Well, maybe a little tongue. Not porno tongue. Church tongue. <laughs> Church tongue. And then she, she, she practices. She says, okay, let's have a go. Yeah. And it's it's Hello. there's something in it, yeah. and the friend the goes, music changes. That was amazing. I loved it, but yeah. doesn't actually pick up on the fact that it was passionate in yeah. that sense. Now she, I think, well, Holly, I think, is that the friend's name, Holly? She says, "Oh, because the the she she sort of notices something, but then Glenn walks in yeah. with a CD player. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, it's nineteen eighty. It's It's nineteen eighty five. It's yes. massive. Yeah. The CD player." And uh, yeah, she, she's like, should we grow, let's play some music? And he's like, he doesn't play albums. Yeah. Plays he compact plays discs. Plays CDs. And again, this is another one of those moments where he's like, yuppie. don't be an asshole, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's a bit, uh, you can tell he's sort of all about sort of yeah. material things. But the Holly, the friend, suggests they all go a out on a double, double date. date. Correct, yeah. So uh, they uh, they decide. Before that, though, now I'm, I want to ask you something here, right? Yeah. I watch this on Blu-ray. I've got this at home. On yeah. the, I've got the extended version. Right. The only extension is this one scene. No. Now, when you saw it, um, we went straight you... to the date. Okay, because this this extended scene, I'll just tell you really quickly. It's on the totally awesome edition of the of movie, which I have, and it's basically Rosie with um, you know the old lady, yep. and talking about, well, you know, are you scared to show another woman your penis? That's what it was all about. Because that was that what it is. Uh, and because she, she, apparently she knew his parents, because I saw yours when you were a baby, and you, you know, you're not too bad. <laughs> so it's a very uncomfortable uh, update about a, t- a conversation, but that was on the disc, but not on what you saw. No, is that right? Okay, cool. That well, then we go to date night, and they're at the nightclub. And Julia establishes that she's not a drinker. Remember early on in the movie, That's she right. goes, "If I drink, you guess I'm going to be spewing in the dumpster with that kid over there. Yeah. You'll see. I'll see. I'll be as bad as that." And um, so they're having a drink. I love how they said, "Oh, let's well, let's go and buy get some more drinks." And it's just Robbie and Glenn talking there. And there's a waitress sort of bending over in front of them, and uh, they, uh, Robbie, they decide. Robbie realizes, "Hang on a minute, this guy could be a player." So he plays yeah. up. And initially, yeah. it's just this normal, you know, awkward two blokes conversation while yeah. the chicks are in the bathroom. But then he goes, "Hang on a minute, I'm going to play." Like you can yeah. see it twig goes, that he's he going to check this out. Yeah. And so he finds out that. Glenn admits to having had an affair 10 days ago. Yeah. Um, that he, he goes, thinks, oh, yes, you can get chicks. He goes, yeah, I can get chicks. Yeah. He goes, what, 10 years ago? He goes, no, 10 days ago. Yeah. So yeah. basically you find out here that this bloke is not committed. 
He's yes. he's sleeping around, and, and he uses the he's term. An ass man. He uses the term too. He says, uh, "Yeah, you know, I think when Robbie says, oh, what a luscious ass.' A great yeah, great beef or whatever. Yeah. Great A beef. Yeah. He was saying that we we hear that we hear later. That later yeah. But uh, the the next thing we see that uh, that Julia's had too much to drink. They're heading out to the car. Um, I think <laughs> Holly forgets her. For Holly forgets her bag, and she says, "Look, you you look after her." Um, Glenn's going to come with the car, so if you can, if you can just take her out there, we're going to, because uh, they're they're waiting, they're waiting for him to uh, arrive he, in his gotta, car. Someone's got to take her home. She's blind drunk, has just been sick, needs to be taken home. Yep. An old mate turns up in a bloody DeLorean. Oh God, I've got my purse here. Do me a favor and put her in the car with Glenn, okay? Okay, no problem. So this is now Julia's alone with with yes. Robbie, and the psychedelic furs playing in the background. I what a cool song. Can't. I vomited in my hair. <laughs> All right. Does my hair smell bad? Oh, that smells good, actually. It does feel better, right? So Glenn's car pulls up. It's a DeLorean. Yep. And listen to what's playing when he opens the door. <laughs> Miami Vice theme. <laughs> <laughs> Puke in the car, all right? He's, there you go. Another sign that he's an arsehole. Stink yeah. for a week. He doesn't care about her. He just cares about the car. Stink for a week. Yeah. He says, don't spew in the car. Although, you know what? I would have said the same thing if my wife was pissed getting in the car. Would you have said that? Don't, don't vomit in the car? No, I would have said, just let me know if you need to spew. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, I think it, it, it. I think it's courtesy not to spew in someone's car, don't you reckon? Anyway, that's a story for another day. Robbie takes Holly home. Yes. Now, she's thinking, uh, you know, what's going on here? She and thinks, they have a conversation. I love how he asks her, is Glenn, is Glenn trustworthy? Or she's sort of trying to fish out some information. And the she says that she just ignores it. And she goes, oh, you know, that kiss you had with Julia looked really nice. And they're, they're chatting away. Anyway, um, Holly does lean in for the kiss and puts a little peck on there. And then she lays this on him. Look, Robbie, I know that you're shy and I know that you've been hurt so I'm gonna make this really easy on you if you come upstairs you're gonna get laid wow wow he says no one's ever said that to me before <laughs> yeah this, this always sounds like a 1-300 but then he, he, almost, he almost immediately says <laughs> so wait so Julius does she stay yes. at Glenn's a lot yes and he's asking he's asking all these questions and that's when Holly's like hang on a minute yeah wait up oh my god what I can't believe I never noticed it before what you've got a thing for Julia oh no I don't I don't. I, I think she's a very nice girl, but she's marrying that jerk off. Hey, I mean, you know why she's marrying him, don't you? The money thing? Security? A nice house? Uh, I guess that's important to some people. No, it's... It's not important to some people, Robbie. It's important to all people. Really? Well, then I guess I'm in big trouble. So this sort of changes. This is sort of the the point where he thinks I've got to change my tactics here. Well, yeah. So there's there's a couple of things that happen here. He he immediately thinks, hang on a minute, this girl 
Mm. He's actually after someone stable. He's been told by his ex that she doesn't want to marry him because he's a wedding singer. So now he thinks I've got to. Yeah, I'm maybe that's, my game. That, maybe yeah. that's my big problem, right? But, but the next day, like Julie's got the worst hangover, of course. And uh, she's she. Do you like how she gets? She asked, oh, did anything happen?" Straight with away, you and Robbie? she's like, "Did anything happen?" She's curious, and and uh, she said, "Oh, we kissed. Like I kissed him, and then what? Nothing. Nothing happened. He doesn't think much of Glenn. Of Glenn, he called him a jerk off." And he told him, I told him why you're marrying him for security. And I think she was sort of half she was like, disappointed. She says, no, that's not the only reason I'm marrying him. Well, she was like, hang on a minute. Yeah. That's not at all why I'm marrying I'm yeah. not marrying him for the money or the security. And so she's like, hang on a minute. And so now yeah. we cut to, you know, Julie's now going to Robbie's house. Well, she goes to she goes to Rosie's thinking Robbie's there. She that's goes, right. oh, no, Robbie's not here. He went to the city to get a job. Yeah. And he's thinking, well, he needs that's money. Right, she was, he was meant yeah. to be doing the singing the lesson, training. yeah. And she, he's he not said, there. I can't get paid in meatballs. I need money. So the next thing you see is in a bank interview. He says, look, I, I like money. I need money. I <laughs> Have really, you got any experience? Yeah. I like money I, I like and money. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> so he, I think he even asked for some business cards. He goes, can you just please leave? He goes, look, just one, like, one business card. Yeah. <laughs> he's begging for the business card. But Julia is waiting for him at home. Yeah. Right. And she's got a little gift, I think. She's sort of. He, he, yeah, you know got, what it is? I, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking what's brought to him. Yeah. I'm thinking, is it the wedding invitations? No. Well, we find out here yeah. You know, like, but it doesn't make sense. Like, I, I yeah. wondered what it was that she was yeah. showing him. We obviously find out. Yeah. Because he comes home. He says, look, I'm not going to be a wedding singer anymore. He goes, there's a lot of money out there. And and she says, what? You don't want to be a, a yuppie idiot. She says, well, I can't live in my sister's basement. He goes, well, you, aren't you marrying Glenn because he had money? He's got money. It's sort of that upset. Which really her. pisses she her says, off. Oh, so you're she an throws arsehole. the paper in the air. She bolts away. And then he picks it up and he, go, and he finds out it's like music Personalised music, music sheets. Yeah, music sheets. And he goes, oh, I am an asshole. What have I done? So he's he's so this is where the movie becomes this kind of roller coaster, right? Yeah. He's now there there's two completely separate tracks. He yeah. he thinks he's blind. He's it. gone off yeah. to be a, a businessman to please her. Yeah. She's realizing that he's a better person than Glenn. Yeah. But she's come home and she's come to this point and now going, Oh, he's an asshole because he yeah. said that to me. So she's now going back to Glenn. Yeah. He's now going. I want her, so it's this yeah. weird, wild chase. Well, at this point, he's thinking, "Well, I'm just by myself." He turns up at the bar. Remember, he's all depressed. And yeah, he's drinking. Sammy shows up wearing his Michael Jackson jacket. You like that? <laughs> and he says, "Mate, you were right about women. You were right." He goes, "You just have fun with them, and and let them go." Um, you know, he was saying, "Look, Glenn's telling me, are you told me he cheats on her?" And he says, "Look, I'm so confused." He goes. He goes, it's because you like her. He goes, look, I think I'm in love with her. He admits to He goes, I think I'm yeah. in love with her. Yeah. And um, he says, but you know what? That Stuff that, he goes, I want to be like you. Now I'm, I'm just, I'm going to be like you, man. I'm just going to be with a different chick every night, and then I'll send them packing. Sounds like you got it all figured out. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have to give him cab money to go home because I'll feel bad if I don't. But after that, it's bye-bye, birdie. Bye-bye. <laughs> That's it, man, starting right now. Me and you are going to be free and happy the rest of our lives. But this is, you know what, this is a surprisingly touching moment here. Yeah. Where Sammy, who sort of puts across this persona that, you know, remember early in the movie, he goes, oh, Julie, she's going to get it. Wait till I get it. You know, she, he's going to have hit on her. And he's sort of all with cool with uh, cool, cool with all that information. But um, he admits something to him. What I'm saying is all I really want is someone to hold me. And tell me that everything is gonna be all right. Everything is gonna be all right. If you found someone you can love, you can't let it get away. You're right, man. Thank you, Sammy. 
Don't tell anyone what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I love this when they uh, he says, right, I'm going to go see Julia. Um, you know, Julia is now starting to have her doubts yes. she's, about what's going on. And yes, look, I know you've been spending time with the wedding singer and she's, I think it's her mother that she's talking to. She says, oh, yes. you know, Glenn's a keeper. She says, look, he's a keeper. She's with her mum, I think, trying on the wedding dress for the last time. It's like, you know, two nights or something before the wedding. And she's, you know, breaking down in tears. But the mum kind of tries to reassure and says, this is how everyone feels. It's, you know, yeah, it's, like, it's okay. Like she might be like wedding jitters. And, jitters, and, that's yeah, what she calls it, yeah. And, um, yeah, but uh, she, she's she's saying, look, you know, that, that's that's all good. And, and this, this is a great scene, though, because the mum leaves and yeah. then she stands in front of a mirror and she says, nice to meet you, I'm Julia Gulia, which, yeah. which would be her name yeah. if she married she cries, old mate. Yeah. And she cries. But then she goes, hang on a minute. It's Mrs. Robbie Hart, and she's happy, and she's, happy, yeah. and she's glowing, and she's it's just this beautiful scene. And this is when Robbie walks up, looks up to her bedroom, and sees her happy and in a wedding dress. And he t- So this is the moment where he should come in and say, I love you, etc., yeah. but sees her happy, not knowing that she's actually unhappy, and so he walks away. I love the idea of that because... Like how do you how do you write into a movie this yeah. many twists and turns? So she was like, like he's looking up at the window yeah. and sees her. He goes, "Oh well, I'm, well, I'm out. Not, I'm not going to." She's just, happy. I'm out. I'm not going to ruin this. Yeah. She's happy, right? Because he thought he thought he was going to tell her, but he thought, okay, let's let's stay away. Do you know what Again, I mean? Again, another roller coaster. Do you know bend. what I mean? Yeah, though yeah. you could have just written it in here as that's the end, and yeah. it's, like I love like, this about these see, kind of movies. He sees her and thinks she's happy to be married. Yeah, to that's Glenn. right. Yeah. And I love it when they get back to the bar. The teacher, the old, the old man's wearing the um, the, the Michael Jackson jacket, and um, teach, trying to teach him to do the moonwalk. Robbie comes back and she says, "Look, you know what? This is the, she's happy. I couldn't do it." Um, they go outside. They see Glenn um, mm. with 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 another woman, and he and he says, "You're ridiculous, mate. Stop all this cheating." Like he 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 sort of confronts, he confronts him. him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So. He he says uh, Julie's a good girl. Yeah, he says, look, you know, all, all the all this cheating you're doing, it's it's really, it's really not, it's it's not for the best. But you know what? If this is how you want to go about it, hey asswipe, <laughs> don't go snitching to Julia about this. I know you got some little crush on her, but you got to face the facts. She'd rather go to bed with a real man, not some poor singing orphan. <laughs> all right, shithead. <laughs> I haven't been in a fight since I was in the fifth grade. But I beat the shit out of that kid, so now I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Okay, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I used to be much stronger. <laughs> Remember the old man trying he to goes, help out? He goes, he doesn't even touch him. <laughs> but then... Uh, but then Robbie, they, uh, knock him they, down. they knock him down. He goes, oh, what, maybe you can write a song about that. He goes, yeah. you know, he, he sort of makes fun of him on the ground. You think, oh, God. But get this right. He goes home... And he finds Linda. Hi, Robbie. Kiss my grits. I can see that you're drunk. That's okay. I'm still going to tell you this. I really miss you and I want to come back. Then he collapses. <laughs> that bill seems just fallen over drunk. Yeah. So, yeah. But next morning, this is again another, another twist nice in the tail here, right? Yes. So, Julia comes to visit and Linda answers the door. 
Can I help you? Is Robbie here? I'm afraid he's uh, indisposed. You must be Linda. Yeah, that's me. Robbie's fiance. Who are you? I'm Julia Sullivan. Would you tell him that I came by to see him? Oh, yeah, I surely will, Jennifer. It's Julia. And, uh, she calls the, the, the great thing man. about these all these moments is yeah. um, it's unwritten. It's just assumed. So we were to assume that that Robbie saw her in the window and thought, "Well, I'm not yeah. going to break up a good thing." Yeah, yeah. Um, Linda's you're now, you're back. Assume yeah. that Linda's back. Yeah, you, you it's assume, all about assumptions. Correct. You assume that that um, Julia is now walking away, going, "Well, he's moved on, so yeah. I'm done." That's that's what's so cool about the script. But Robbie naturally uh, he wakes up and also wakes up to himself. What are you doing here? So I took care of you. What? Why did you take care of me? I told you last night, Robbie. I realized I was wrong and I want to take care of you for good. I could learn to deal with the fact that you're just a wedding singer, not a rock star. I could even you learn to deal learn with... You can learn to deal with that? I want you to learn to deal with that. That's not how it works. Jeez. So that was... Uh... We obviously know that he's he sort of learned his lesson with her. Yes, but now again, yeah. and it, there'd be a really cool graph that some nerd like you would have, <laughs> would have done. That it's like you know when when Julia and yeah. Robbie are, are, are sort of seesawing forward and, yeah, and again. Yeah. So he's now back. She's she's now off him because yeah. she, she wants to leave him to be happy. Yes. So she's going back to Glenn, and now he's he's going back to her. It's this friggin' amazing. So Julia, having with that in mind, she says she rushes back to Glenn, saying, "You know what? Right, I don't need to be wedding. Let's go to Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. So no better off. place to get married, Stephen. So that's right. Little white wedding chapel. <laughs> that's what, exactly. That's what Done you it did. a couple of times. That's myself. what you did. There you have it. Same woman. So uh, yeah, <laughs> and there was no annulment. You're still no, still married. No, Good on you. Triple down. It was uh, next thing we see is Rosie's anniversary party, yeah. and we see this lovely. We this see him nice. singing the song. And she's there with her husband. Because Robbie's in the yeah. side. And he, the great thing about this is Rosie's not looking at Robbie at all. No. Rosie's just singing to her husband. It's a beautiful singing, moment. Sort of but he's to the side lipping it, yeah. like lip, lip syncing Hoping it, she gets it right. You know, as if to encourage her. It's lovely. Because nice, what a, yeah. it just, again, shows what a lovely human being he is. Yeah, and I think he has a little flashback thinking that I think Julia once said, he goes, my idea is, of, is, is growing old with someone. And, and that's he sees Rosie and her husband and... He sort of is inspired to do it. I think Holly turns up and says, look, Julia thought you're back with Linda. She's going to Vegas to, to get married. And then he tells, tells Rosie and he, he says, look, I've got to go. He goes, go get her. Remember she says, go yeah, get her. Then yeah. she rushes off. He rushes off to the airport. Yeah. Um, this is so old school. A lot, a lot. Yeah, we're rushing to the airport. That's they, a they pretty go, common they go, thing. Well, no, but the, the old school part is they go to the, um, they go to the airport and, and – yeah. Like go to the counter, like the gate to buy a ticket. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's very movie style. Nineteen eighty-five. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah. But uh, what I like though, they're at the airport. Julia's sitting there thinking. She's smiling about Robbie. She's remembering yeah. Robbie and Rosie. And um, he he says, "Look, you know, uh, this this is where we we find out that Julia and Glenn um, they're about to board the flight. Yeah. Um, Robbie arrives. Sammy gives him a lift. Um, yeah. Buys a ticket to Vegas. He says, "Oh, there's one seat left in first class." And then I think what he says, he goes. Give me a credit card, or I'll tell everyone what you told me at the bar. Maybe yeah. he says, "Don't tell anybody." Yeah, about yeah. The whole about whole. Because he says, like, "Will you pay me back?" He goes, "No, but if <laughs> no, you don't, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell everyone what you said." So um, they're on the plane, and, and this then, is interesting. So yeah. at this point, oh, so as a first-time viewer, 
Yeah. At this point, I'm thinking, like, did he just buy a ticket to the same plane, or are they well, like how far behind is he? Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because it's the same. It's the same airline. You can kind of see that from yes. where he booked and where they got on. Okay. There's a few keys there, yep. but you see the plane take off and you're like, okay, is he two hours behind her, yeah. one hour behind her, or are they on the same plane? Well, At this point, I've got no idea. You don't know. And I like there's little little flashes of planes flying over. You're thinking, okay, which plane is on, yep. who's on which plane? And now, do you want do you want my um, aviation concerns about this part of the movie? We'll get into that. I've, oh, okay. I've got, I'll get into that. I know you're a plane nerd, so uh, we'll talk about that, but... This is the scene where he she asked Glenn if she can have the window seat. Yes. Remember how Robbie did the same thing? So because she's never seen the common, lights of Las Vegas. Yeah, and he said, "I like how he says, look, I tell you what, when yeah. we get there, I let you lean over me.' Yeah. <laughs> what a bastard! And you can see her going, "Jesus yeah. Christ, what am I doing?" And uh, anyway, so he's uh, we see though Robbie is in first class. Remember, yeah. and he notices is that Billy Idol? And he decides uh, he's he's tell, tells his story, and they all they all gather round to hear the story about what uh, about what's going on. She comes over to tell me how she feels, and Linda answers the door wearing nothing but my Van Halen T-shirt. No way. I don't know what to do. She's getting married, and he's going to ruin her life. Yeah, Glenn doesn't deserve her. <laughs> all he cares about possessions. Fancy cars, CD players, even women are possessions to him. See, Billy Idol gets it. I don't know why she doesn't get it. They're all sitting around. It's a kind of lovely scene, but then an air hostess comes in from behind the curtains in economy and says, oh, that's disgusting. Some jerk back there dressed like Don Johnson just asked me to join the Mile High Club. Do like the old lady? She has... What's the Mile High Club? <laughs> and and he, I think this is where she repeats, he called me an A-grade A grade beef. And he goes, where are they sitting? And he looks through the curtain. He goes, oh, they're on the flight. They're here. And so I love the sort of the, they cut away. And the next thing you hear is this. Good afternoon, everyone. We're flying at 26,000 feet, moving up to 30,000 feet. And we've got clear skies all the way to Las Vegas. And right now we're bringing you some in-flight entertainment. One of our first-class passengers would like to sing you a song inspired by one of our coach passengers. And since we let our first-class passengers <laughs> do pretty much whatever they want, here he is. Yeah. So he comes out with a guitar and sings that. That's a nice song. They grow old to you. He says, you know, it's it, that. That was I think he wrote that he, song. Adam bit, Sander wrote and performed that. Song. He he. I think he's it, asked for the. the he's the, writing it yeah. on the way to the airport yeah, in yeah, the so limo. Got a good idea for a song. Yeah, and this and, is a song he sings. And and yes, because yeah. I know Adam Sandler sings and records. Yeah. I, I realise that a lot of these. Yeah. Performances it's are lovely. it's truly really him. It's a lovely song. He says, "I want to grow old with you." It's so yeah. you know. He says, I'll, "I'll bring you medicine when your arthritis is bad, and carry you to bed when you're feeling when you've had too much to drink." Yeah. It's a beautiful song. Um, and I love the fact that when he after he's finished the song and he's there, she's there, and they're looking at each other. Billy says, "I guess you know what? I'm going to talk to the record company about you." <laughs> and he goes, "Billy, do you reckon I can just give her? A, mind if I give her a kiss first? And uh, <laughs> then they have a pash, mate. And then the next thing you see, I, I love how they they kiss, and then the sort of the the, the screen uh, changes to them at their wedding, kissing at the wedding, and who is at the wedding as the wedding singer? Yes, is the dude who's done did the drunk toast. Remember at the start, the best guitarist of all time, <laughs> self-taught, best guitar player in the world. Yes, I do, Robbie and you, 
<laughs> and that was the dude from the start. Remember yeah, the yeah. Steve Buscemi? It's very good. Did it's, you, a, it's a great little little tip at the nice end. Nice little tie-in, yeah. Now, did you catch the line? Some really cool little lines. There's a lot of lines in this A lot of funny lines here, including when, do you remember when his nephews yeah, were asking kids. him? Yeah. Is it true that you're going to end up in a mental institution? Cuckoo's <laughs> nest, cuckoo's nest. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite good. I love this bit when they're in the bar with the old bloke uh, talking about what women do. What have I been so right about? Women. You just have fun with it. You get emotionally involved and they end up they and what do they do to you? They rip your heart out of your ass. <laughs> I love this when uh when Julia's in here not Julia, uh, when Linda, Linda is, is in his, his t shirt. Hey, psycho. I'm not gonna feel better about this. It's over. Now please get out of my Van Halen t shirt before you jinx the band and they break up. <laughs> <laughs> Have a guess at this, right? Do you remember? Do you remember when the wedding was? Oh, so that was. This fifth. was August. This was a couple of days after that, right? David Lee Roth left Van Halen in 1985. That actually happened in 1985. So they wrote <laughs> they, it in. They they uh, they did genius. that. Yeah, I, like I love it. this bit too when they're in the nightclub and they're talking about. Um, uh, Robbie's talking to Glenn. I don't even know your last name. It's Gulia. Julia's last name is going to be Gulia. Julia Gulia. That's funny. Why is that funny? I, I don't know. I just. <laughs> Here's my one of my favorites, too. No, no. I know what you're going to play this here. This is awesome. I've seen this before. Like, yeah. this is this is, this all, is this Rosie. Is, this is a meme slash semi viral. Yeah. So, when, it's when, awesome. when Robbie heads off to the airport, she goes, go get her. And then he's left, and then she puts this on. So she did her lessons were pretty yeah. good, eh? Mate, she did she well, did very well. Alrighty, how did that happen? A couple of things here. Yeah. What are um, all of which are excusable? I don't know what they course, are, but yeah. they're all excusable because this is a fun comedy. That's yeah. Not meant to be um, real. I thought the the pretty convenient uh, having booking the same flight, pretty, finding finding Julie on the same. He booked happened to book the same flight. That was, do you think that was a little bit too convenient? You know, I don't know. Timing wise, it was good. That was all right. I'll go with it. Here's another one, though. Um, do you remember Frank and Rosie are supposed to be celebrating their 50th anniversary? Yeah. If you look closely on the wall of their wedding, they got a picture of their wedding. It's dated 1948. Oh, that's not enough. Which is uh, in line with the year the film was released. It was released in oh, 1998. Right. It should have, the film is set in the 80s, so it yeah. should have said what, they should have been married. So in the 30s. Someone really made a boo-boo there. (laughs) Screwed up. Now, here's your aeroplane nerdiness coming through here. What were you going to tell me? I was going to say say? all the shot, two things, all the shots of planes were narrow body planes. And wherever they're flying from in the US, it's unlikely they're on a wide body aircraft. Because it was a big, wide aircraft with two two aisles. aisles. It was unlikely to be a Vegas trip. Well, you never noticed what I noticed then. What was that? The aircraft cabin scene behind them. Is a spiral staircase. Oh, yeah. So hello, the, that that's the only aircraft with an upper deck. It's a seven four seven with yeah. four engines. So the uh, the frames of the aircraft are narrow bodied, as you said. Yeah, yeah. I thought you would have picked that one up, mate. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you had that. Things you might not know. Yeah. Uh, Carrie Fisher spent Star six Wars months yeah. rewrite polishing the script. 
Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. She's a writer. She's written books and everything. Carrie Fisher, Princess Leia. Yeah. Actually worked on this movie. She worked on. She said she was the a director. Frank Caracci said, "Look, I need you to add heart and strength and dimension to Julia's character." Wow, that's what she did. So she she was asked uh, why what what was the secret? She says, "I've got to make the woman smarter and the love scenes better." Hmm. Another thing you don't know. Betty White was considered for the role of Rosie. Yeah, I, you know the when, old when you yeah. first see her, you think that that's a Betty White style character. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Did you notice uh, the front license plate of Sammy's limo? What it was? No. I'm kinky. I M K I N K E. I'm kinky. Uh, speaking of cars, the car Glenn drives is a DeLorean. Yes. So the same as Back to Back the Future. To but the DeLorean logo had been obscured the on the car. Logo, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was taken off. DM, DMC is written yes. on the front normally. Yeah. Now, the movie's called The Wedding Singer. Yeah. Robbie only sings at two weddings. Yeah. Um, in the movie, That's sings okay. he sings five songs in total. Um, but the first song was uh, at the wedding was "You Spin Me Round" by Dead or Alive. The second wedding he sings "Holiday." Remember he cries sings "Holiday." Holiday. Um, Love stinks is actually a song, an actual song by the Jay Giles Band. Did you know that Jay? Yeah, That's I've, a song. I think I've heard yeah, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the song that "Somebody Kill Me Please" was obviously written by Adam Sandler himself. Uh, that was sang at the wedding audition, and then he says "Grow Old with You," which was also sung by Adam Sandler. As yeah, well, right. and written by Adam Sandler. There you have it, mate. That's your wrap-up and rating. What? Let's hear about it. What did you think of The Wedding Singer? I thought it was a fun movie, uh, a great, very rewatchable movie, um, pretty close to being, fair, like, you know, teenage yeah. family-friendly. Um, yeah. Oh, mate, I really enjoyed it. It's probably an 8.5 out of 10 for me. Yeah, I, um, it's about the same for me. I'll, I'll give it 8.5. And, and just for the record, I like this genre. Yeah, Do you know what I mean. Reality, like, yeah. it's because it's real, but it's 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 just a com- it's, it's a, a period. Com- piece. It's a comedic look, a comedic look at real. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so much of it is is kind of uh, blown out of proportion, but yeah, I, of course. I'm okay with that. Because but you know what? I love the fact that they said it in the eighties. I like it hundred times more because it's said in the eighties. The costumes it plays make it, into it. Don't you reckon? Yeah, it plays into it. Yeah, Definitely. it's really cool. Alrighty, shall we cast our mind forward to next week? Totally, right. totally different movie next week. Wow, okay. Is Glenn Gary Glenn Ross? Oh, is Glenn Robbins in that? Dramatic? No, he's not. It's re- it was released in 1992. Now, this is a movie about uh, these real estate salespeople. It was originally a play that was made into this great movie. Now, your millionaire question is, who is not in the movie of okay. these people? A. Al Pacino. B. Kevin Spacey. C. Alec Baldwin, D. Jack Lemon. Wow, we're in for a cracker. If Who's any not three of those are in, in the movie? <sighs> Al Pacino, Kevin Spacey, Alec Baldwin, Jack Lemon. Alec Baldwin. They're all in the movie. Oh, that's so a I, trick I, question. I, I, trick question it was. So just oh, to, just to show you the the caliber of cast. Jesus. They're all in the movie. Al Pacino, Kevin Spacey, Alec Baldwin, Jack Lemon, Ed Harris, um, uh, Alan Arkin. Great cast. You're going to enjoy that one. Okay. That's next week. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. So uh, if you if you want to watch that before you listen to next week's show, that'll help you enjoy it even more. And you've got you've got to watch it as well. I've got to get right sure into it. Or you've never no, even heard I've never of that. heard of it. There you go. You're I feel like it. it's a suburb in Melbourne or something. You're gonna anyway. No, you'll find out what Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is if you watch the movie. Right. But uh, that was the wedding scene. We hope you enjoyed it uh, as much as we did. And but be be sure to join us next week for Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Trev, thank you. See you then.